And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, doe? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Send the stage on the mic. And we putting it on wax. It's the new stuff. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get a people. What they want. The NBA season really started last night where we had a full slate of games and Jalen Rose was texting us early in the morning being like, we're going to talk about every single game. And that's exactly what we're going to do. And we are going to start right here in Brooklyn, New York City, where the Nets hosted the Timberwolves and they debut of Kyrie Irving. What did Kyrie do? He scored 50 points. 50 points. Points. Although the Nets lost, it was a very impressive outing for Kyrie. What do you think about young Kyrie Irving? He put on the show, and it was dazzling. And this is what I was describing to people the entire offseason. Anybody that asked me what did I anticipate from the Nets this year, Rucker Park in Brooklyn on a big stage. And that's what Kyrie Irving is going to represent. The oohs and ahs between the leg, behind the back, ankle breaking, shooting off both feet, finishing with both hands, playing in the clutch, knocking down threes, exciting the fans, and possibly being the same record that they had last year when it's all said and done. Well, what do you think about the last possession where he kind of waited to take the last shot, even though it was about 12 seconds left? Curious decision there. And then he... Broke his own ankles, ended up on the ground, somehow kept his dribble, got up, and still got like a pretty good look from about 16 feet. Wasn't that a weird last possession? Actually, it was not a weird last possession. The way he was cooking, they went 1-4 low. And I remember screaming at the TV the entire game, at some point, are y'all going to run somebody at Kyrie? They uh-huh. continued to chose not to do so. And so he went into his bag and he slipped. But when he got up, Jacoby, that was a wide-open 16-foot shot was that was look. uncontested. I was thought that look. was money. And usually when you're playing the way he plays, that shot goes in. Unfortunately for he and the Nets, it didn't last night. Well, we are celebrating Kyrie, but he did lose the game to the Timberwolves, who were powered by a great performance from Carl Anthony Town, who had 36 points and 14 rebounds. And he did a lot of it from beyond the arc. What do you see from Carl Anthony Towns? I saw a guy that... At Kentucky, think about this. Coach Cal made sure that big fella played near that painted area on the floor, 15 to 18 feet away. And I was doing college game day those couple of years. And he was like, he can really shoot the three. But I really need him down there. And in college, he (laughs) didn't shoot threes. But he always had the skill to. So for a guy his size that's going to give me the boards, that's going to give me the blocks, and also can shoot with knockdown range the way he can, I think now he's poised to try to live up to the potential of a player. Just a couple of seasons ago, the GM selected him to be the player of all in the NBA that they would build around. 
And you know I always say it's not what you do, it's how you do it. He's not the only pl- big player in the league that shoots threes, but he doesn't just get catch-and-shoot threes. Like, you saw in those highlights, little jab step. Like, he's, like, doing stuff and hitting threes, and they look good when he does it. I hope it's a big year for Carl Anthony Towns, who said everyone is sleeping on the Timberwolves, and maybe we are. Good win for the Timberwolves last night in Brooklyn, but now we go to Philadelphia, where the Sixers hosted the Celtics in a matchup of what I would call two of the best three teams in the Eastern Conference, and it was the duo of Simmons and Embiid that carried the Sixers to the wins. Simmons had 24 points and eight rebounds, nine assists, almost a triple-double. Embiid had 15 and 13. What did you think about this big matchup between two powerhouses in the Eastern Conference? You see those highlights of Ben Simmons finishing at the hoop with yep. the jumping off the wrong foot? That's a trend that I love in today's game. You show Kyrie Irving do it. Shea Gilders yep. Alexander did it. Luka Doncic. Players in today's game are so fast and so athletic that when you get going towards the basket, you don't have time to stop. In my era, it was runners and it was floaters. But these yep. players don't necessarily take that shot because you need a, a great touch to shoot it. And Ben Simmons will never be considered as somebody that has a quote-unquote great touch. But however, he's a great finisher. So he made 11 field goals all in the paint, didn't make a shot clearly outside of it, didn't make that three. That will be something we talk about later in the year. But their Mm -hmm. height and their bulk, it really bothered the Celtics. Joel Embiid didn't have his best game, but he was still a physical presence along with Al Horford and Tobias Harris. All of those guys are just tall and and physically imposing. And Josh Richardson as a guard, He can play above the rim. So I like their defensive prowess, and it's hard to not appreciate them for being the best team in the East. That being said, I was disappointed in what I saw in the Boston Celtics. Me too, a little bit. I I was disappointed in the Celtics. Me too. Their offense was stagnant. Players seemed to be still searching for roles. Kemba didn't look great. Kemba didn't look great. I agree with you. So I, I didn't like what I saw from the Celtics the opening night. But again, it's only one game. One thing I looked at this Celtics team and I was watching the game and I said to myself, cause you know I like the Celtics and I thought Kemba in for Kyrie would actually make them better. Gordon Hayward, I want him to come back and have a bounce back year and I'm not gonna overreact to one game. But one thing that's not going to change after one game is the roster, and they need a big. Robert Williams and Ennis Cantor are not going to get it done on either sides of the floor to carry this team to be like an actual title contender. I feel like they're going to need to make a move to improve at that spot. I never thought I would say this into a microphone. They missed Aaron Baines. Like, they actually missed Aaron Baines. Do you think this will be a problem for the Celtics moving forward? Well, if you were going to get a former player of the Oklahoma City Thunder to play up front, I would have liked to see Steven Adams versus Enos Cantor because he's going to provide you height, bulk, and a defensive ability that Cantor just doesn't bring you. But as I look deeper into their roster, they're really talented. I like all of their players, but individually – they seem like misfit toys all together. I like Gordon Hayward. He can't really get his game going consistently. I like Marcus Smart and the toughness that he's going to bring. But he ain't going to be able to get a lot of minutes all of the time because you have Kimba. And then up front, I love Tatum's versatility and his ability to score. And he always keep a fresh cut. I would have yep. taken care of Jason Jalen Brown as well. You got to take care of the guys you take in the lottery But it seems like all of those guys can't necessarily be on the floor at the same time. When I was watching the game last night, they were all on the floor at the same time. 
And that goes to what you said about their bigs lacking up front also. Well, the Sixers look great, but I do have one concern. I feel like Josh Richardson's braids were way too tight. Like they, they were crisp, they look good, but like it, it gave me a headache just looking at his braids. Moving on to the West Coast game that we had here on ESPN, it was the Portland Trailblazers hosting the Nuggets. Hassan Whiteside looked pretty good. You know, I kind of liked the way he looked, but it was Jokic and the Nuggets who ended up getting the win. But there was something about Jokic's game I want to mention. He had 20 points, 13 rebounds, but he only had two assists. And they run their offense through him. And one of my favorite things about him is his ability to pass and to create for other players. Why did you think Jokic was limited to just two assists? Well, Jacoby, he got three fouls so very early, early that he basically sat out the first half. So you're on the road at Portland, one of the best home teams in the league. When you insert him back into the game, now you have to figure, how can I be a dominant player tonight? And for him, it ended up being a three-point shooting, in yep. particular in the fourth quarter where he knocked down three of them. And so his ability to play on the post and to spread the floor still opens up driving lanes for so many people. And I keep telling people about the Denver Nuggets. Casual NBA fans, you better know about Murray. You better know about Harris. Of course you know about Millsap. He's a seasoned veteran. But they have so many other guys that I want people to get familiar with. Like Craig is going to come in and play quality Beasley. Beasley. Monte Morris. They're the deepest team collectively in the NBA. That Each of those guys show up at the game and feel like they should play quality minutes late because they have the ability to. And that's without Michael Porter Jr. And Monte Morris was so good when Harris went out last year. When Harris went out last year, Monte Morris really made his mark. They are so deep. And Will Barton, my man. It's time for Soft Mover Boss Move. I have a nickname for your current head football coach at Michigan, and that is the Kanye West of college football. Why do I call him that? Because it seems like he's always in the news. He's always in the news. And today he's in the news for something that honestly shocked me, and rarely am I shocked by something Jim Harbaugh did. He wrote a letter to the parents of all of his current players and committed recruits. And let's just a little, little excerpt from the letter. Let's read that. He wrote, quote, I'm reaching out to let you know that the recent claims that I am, quote, pursuing an exit strategy, unquote, are total crap. It's an annual strategy driven by our enemies to cause disruption to our program and to negatively recruit. Jalen Rose, it sounds like before he wrote that, the edible sunk in. You know what I mean? He just seems paranoid. He just seems like, like, what, like what are you doing? What are you doing, Jim Harbaugh? No one needs this letter. Soft move or boss move, writing a letter to the parents of all of your players saying that your enemies have a strategy against you and using the word crap. I feel like Uncle Chuck D. I got a letter from the government. (laughs) This guy did a boss move right here. No. Oh, Jalen. Let me preach to you. This is leadership 101. This is leadership 101. Fall back and let me tell you why. While Kanye West was on a red carpet wishing his lovely wife happy birthday the college football version was sending a letter. You know why you do that? So I don't have to send 100 texts. I don't have to send 100 emails. Y'all don't have to question my approach. Y'all don't have to think twice about the notion of me leaving. I'm putting it in writing. So therefore, if I leave, now y'all can throw it back in my face. 
This is what happens. Recruiting is dirty pool, Jacoby. Trust me, I've been a recruit. They talk about the other coach's age. They talk about his record. They talk about his background. They talk about his ethnicity. They talk about everything. He let people know that he's going to be in a square. Well, he might get fired to look for an NFL job anyway. It's not his fault. <laughs> it is time to get the people what they want. They say the best offense is a good defense. And that's especially true when it comes to the fuel you put into your car. It's time to help keep your engine running like new. Shell V-Powered Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline is engineered to defend against four main engine threats. That's gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. It's our most advanced fuel ever, protecting your engine like a solid stiff arm, a huge hit, or a last-second block. Like defensive lines, not all premium fuels are the same. Now that's fuel for thought. And if you're a Fuel Rewards member, you save at least five cents per gallon on every fill-up with gold status. Not a member? Download the Fuel Rewards app or go to FuelRewards.com to join and never pay full price for gas again. In engines that are continuously used, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Jalen Rose. The Detroit Pistons are undefeated. Undefeated on the season. And not only are they undefeated, Andre Drummond dominated. 32 points, 23 rebounds. Again, 32 points and 23 rebounds. Drummond had a 30 and 20 game against the Pacers, who I thought were going to win this game. Jalen, are the Pistons going to go 82 and 0 this year? Absolutely. Be yes. awesome, Dre. Yes. And so yes. let me tell you the one thing that I saw from our all-star big man. What'd you see? He in shape. Oh. And, and the other thing about his game that people sleep on, he got a handle too. He had a couple of okay. plays where okay. he brought you're going it up. Too far. Now you're went going coast too far. to coast. Now I'm trying I'm trying to tell you. We see the domination in the paint, okay? You see the soft touch, the ability to turn over both shoulders. You see that rim protection though right there? That's what he wasn't always oh, doing. The you're talking about? Because that's the- absolutely. No, I'm trying to tell you, Jacoby. <laughs> and also, I want to give Dwayne Casey a lot of props here. Because yep. Luke Kennard, this is almost like a do-or-die season for a young player. When you get oh, drafted yeah. in the lottery and the team's still trying to figure out if you could go or not. It mm-hmm. means something when you start the season and have 30. And also, for those who haven't been paying attention, and I said it on this program, under the radar... We grabbed D. Rose in the offseason. Uh-huh. He came off the bench and scored 18. So I like what I saw. Big win at Indiana. So without Jalen, Depot. Jalen, I liked what I saw from the Pistons yesterday. I really liked what I saw from the Pistons yesterday. It made me feel good about putting them in the playoffs with my pick. But we're covering all the games, so we have to move on. Do you remember this offseason we were talking about the Jazz and their potential and the idea that having Mike Conley Jr. at the point guard spot was going to kind of unlock Spider Mitchell? That was kind of the story of the offseason about the Jazz. Well, it looks like it came to fruition. Spider Mitchell, 32 points and added 12 rebounds. I really liked what I saw from the Jazz and especially Donovan Mitchell. What do you think about this Jazz performance over the Thunder? See, the Jazz are a well-coached team by Quinn Snyder. And he did a terrific job of instituting what I call uh, an identity. They're going to mm. play tough. They're going to share the basketball. 
And then they're going to find ways to get Spider Mitchell in isolation pick and roll opportunities where he can be dynamic. Adding Bogdanovich, adding Conley frees him up for a lot of responsibilities that both of them can now carry. And so you see him now just attacking going downhill. And the other thing I want to say about his game, he plays so much bigger than he is. He's six foot one. If that. If okay, that. hanging on the rim in traffic with two hands. Two hands behind his head. Talking <laughs> of people. It's crazy. And I also want to give a big shout to Shea Gilders Alexander. While in a losing effort, like, you're going to hear it here on Jalen and Jacoby first. Shea Gilders Alexander is a future all-star and a future star in this league. Keep an eye on him, even though he's in Oklahoma City, a team that's not exactly high on my league pass ranking. Jalen, I was so excited for the Knicks to beat the Spurs. I was so excited for it to happen. And it did seem like maybe potentially possibly it could happen, but it didn't. And you know how some players add something in their game in the offseason? You always hear about that. LaMarcus Aldridge added something very important to his game this offseason. You want to know what that is? What? Waves. Waves. <laughs> Look at him here. See those waves? You see those waves right there? Jay, you see those waves? He didn't have those last year. How hard? Do you think who works harder on their waves, Jalen Rose or LaMarcus Aldridge? Well, he does because he's a current player. And he got to be on the stage every night. And current, getting that current NBA money, he probably has somebody like Snoop has a blunt roller on staff. I'm pretty sure he got the kind of bread he can pay somebody to brush his hair at all times. <laughs> he snaps his fingers and the hairbrusher comes over. And the hairbrusher complains to his best friend. He's like, oh, so what are you doing? How are you making money? He's like, well, I got to brush LaMarcus Aldridge's hair. And he's tall, too, so I got to bring a stool over. It's really embarrassing. Big shout to LaMarcus Aldridge and the Spurs on their win, and especially on the brand new waves. Moving on, Jalen. There's a game that no one watched. No one watched. Unless you live in North Carolina or Illinois, you were not watching the Bulls and the Hornets. You know what you missed? Lowry Markkinen. Lowry Markkinen. We all remember him, the Finland guy. And remember when he got drafted and he was kind of from Arizona and could hit the three? He went absolutely off. 35 points and 17 rebounds. But it was P.J. Washington. Not exactly talked about as a rookie. You hear more about Zion and John Morant and R.J. Barrett and Tyler Hero more than P.J. Washington. In his debut, he had 27 points in a win for the Hornets. Jalen, you kind of liked P.J. Washington before the draft, didn't you? I told you. How about this? I compared him to David West. And people was like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, he a grown man. Like, he's mature how he moves. He can play mid-range. He's always on balance. He extended it to three. And how about the number of bigs that John Calipari have in the NBA that are doing work? I don't mean, like, just on a roster. I mean doing work. First game, seven threes. This is what the Hornets need. Somebody that can be a star. And if they can build one in this guy, Michael Jordan can have one, especially after losing Kimba. But as you mentioned, watching he and marketing go at it, today's game, and we talked about it with Carl Anthony Towns, you see these seven-footers, these tall 6'10", 6'11", 7-foot guys that are knockdown shooters, Jokic. And so I like the skill level that's being developed amongst the bigs. I have some advice for P.J. Washington. 
Just retire right now. Just retire right now. Go out there, hit seven threes, 27 points, and just tell your grandkids, be like, look, the league wasn't good enough for me. Not that I wasn't good enough for the league. The league wasn't good enough for me. After one game, I decided that I should probably dedicate my life to something other than dominating the NBA. Moving on in his time for more Soft Mover Boss. Jalen, unlike you, I had an actual real job, not just playing basketball. I know I had a couple when you were a kid. But at my actual real job, we had a clock. You had to punch in. You take your little piece of paper, you punch in the clock, it tells you what time you came in, what time you went to lunch, what time you came back from lunch, what time you left. Well, Bulls head coach Jim Boylan has instituted the same system with the Bulls. If you are on the Bulls, when you show up, you have to actually literally punch the clock. Soft move or boss move, making grown NBA players punch the clock when they come and leave. For a young basketball team, this is a boss move. Agreed. Because there's so many different ways that you try to incorporate a culture. And we talked about Jimmy Butler showing up at 3 in the morning for practices. And I told you that that was going to become a trend, and then most, if not all, of the players ended up following. This is the exact same thing. You have so many young guys that are trying to learn how to be professional. And one of the things you want to show them that that this is like your job. When you check in, this is where we need you to be focused. Not necessarily staring at the phone, not, but only trying to get better each day. So I'm not mad at this at all. I'm not mad at it at all. And it's also, it's just a really good thing to do. It feels good. You feel like you've worked a full day when you punch out at the end of the day. Jalen. One of my die easy teams I picked this year. One of the teams I got my eye on on League Pass. One of the teams that I absolutely love. I'm going to overreact to this performance. I love the Dallas Mavericks. And the new duo of KP and Luka showed out. KP had 23 points. Luka Doncic, 34 points in his the debut of his sophomore year. Look at Luka pulling up from back there. I mean, that was KP. Luka, between the legs, gets to the finishes at the bucket. I love this duo, and I'm about to overreact to one game, Jalen. I'm going to do what you hate. I'm now putting the Mavs as the eighth seed in the playoffs. Yes, I said it. I'm putting the Mavs in the playoffs, and the Spurs are out. I said it. They're really well coached. You've been putting the Spurs out for 20 years, so that means nothing to me. (laughs) I really have. They have a Jalen on their roster. That's always good. Just playing quality minutes. But here's one thing that I appreciate about this dynamic duel as I was watching them. Luke is a six foot seven point guard, and he wears number 77. KP's a seven foot three big and wears mm-hmm. number six. Number six. Yep. I appreciate that so very much. With that being said, there won't be a duo in the league that makes more threes combined than both of those guys. But to make huh. the playoffs in the West. You need a little more help. And I'm not ready to put them ahead of the Golden State Warriors or the San Antonio Spurs in this dynamic. Somewhere, I know CJ McCollum watches this show every afternoon. He watches this show every <laughs> afternoon and listens to the podcast every night. He just shut off his TV. He's just like, he's like, I'm shutting off my TV right now. What are you talking about? People forget about the duo of the backcourt of the Blazers. Jalen Rose. I don't think the Cavs are going to be very good this year. And the Magic, yeah, they'll maybe probably make the playoffs, but won't make too much noise in the playoffs. But something very interesting happened in the game. I saw something I haven't seen in quite some time. Markel Fultz performing and producing on an NBA basketball court. Look at Fultz. Look at Fultz. Just dunking all over everything. He even added like a mid-range jumper. Jalen, 
is Markel Fultz going to perform this year and average double digits and like contribute for the Magic? I think he's going to contribute to a Magic team that made the playoffs last year. I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of Fournier, who gets buckets. Aaron Gordon, who's a terrific athlete and approved shooter. And their all-star from last year, Vucevic. Vucevic, yeah. These are the kind of moves that catapult you if he can really become a player. Like, there was somebody in an NBA office that said, not only are we going to take this guy in the lottery, the top ten, the top five, we'll take him number one overall. Number one. Okay. Over Jason Tatum and a couple of other great talents that were in that draft. So – that level of promise, I'm pretty sure he feels that he has something to prove. I appreciated that slam dunk so very much. But I have to say something to a lot of people that didn't play basketball. Uh-oh. That ain't a, that ain't an NBA top ten. That wasn't a top. That wasn't a, a sports center top ten. <laughs> no defense. He, no, but, no, but also, no defense. It, it, what, he didn't flush it. He didn't flush the toilet. <laughs> he rattled it in. He tried to dunk it so hard. He has so much emotion that I'm pretty sure that he wanted to. Kind of allowed to Here it is again. express. It was a great takeoff, but it wasn't a clean finish. He rattled that finish. thing in. Look at that. So here's one thing I know about Markel Fultz. I know what I don't know. And the people, like you mentioned, the front office that drafted him, there's also a front office in Orlando that said, we're picking up his option this offseason. I find that to be a really good indicator that the people that are closest to him, the people that saw him work out, the people they worked out with, the people that are around him all the time decided this isn't a tryout year for Mr. Fultz. We're going to pick up his option, which I really think is a good indicator that he's going to produce this year in Orlando. Jalen, I was surprised by this next result. I was surprised. Everyone's got the Kings kind of on the edge of the playoffs. It's like Mavs, Kings, Spurs for that eighth seed in the West. No one's talking about the Suns. The Suns showed up and showed out. A very balanced attack to beat the Kings last night. And you saw something from Oubre. You saw something from Booker right here with the left-hand finish. You saw something from DeAndre Ayton, like catching this lob. Like, they had a balanced attack. They got contributions from a lot of different places. And they looked better than the Kings. The Suns aren't going to make a run, but they looked like they have some pieces, didn't they? Absolutely. And I must do this public service announcement because it's really important. Uh Uh-oh, what's that? For those that have been supporting the Jalen and Jacoby movement via podcast, radio, and television for the last eight years, you understand that we're the Tastemakers show. We're your favorite pod's favorite pod. And when NFL games happen, when NBA games happen, we're going to talk about the magic. We're going to talk about the Suns. We're going to talk about teams in the NFL that don't get national coverage. And so you get familiar with guys like Kelly Oubre, who are now playing with the Suns, getting veteran-type opportunities with a young bunch of guys like Aiton and Booker, who are lottery picks. This was a quality win over the Kings, who signed Buddy Hill this offseason. De'Aaron Fox was a part of Team USA, and some – felt like they had the potential to take a leap. That's why your point is valid, Jacoby, for acknowledging the fact that the Suns have been a team that nobody discusses, yet Booker had a game in the NBA so far in his young career. We scored 70 points. So the promise is there. It was great to see them play well on the opening night. I'm glad you mentioned Buddy Hield and his new contract. 28 points, 6 for 12 from 3. Hield looked pretty good in the loss. Moving on. Jalen, the Heat beat the Grizzlies, but all I can remember from that game is this dunk from Derek Jones Jr. So we're going to see at the start of the game. We'll get you a little warmed up 
But this dunk, this dunk, you got Tyler Hero, young, up and over. Jalen, does it count if you kind of throw it into the rim? Fam, when you jump that high, it always count. And the, <laughs> the only thing that reminded me of, like, uh, Big Sean and Drake got a song like, I think the hook go, I'm way up, I feel way blessed. Up. Yep. That, yep. That's what that reminded me of because we saw him do a dunk like that last year. It's almost like a left-handed jump man when you slow it down and watch it. And so when you look in this box score, I want people to pay attention to something. What's the that? Miami Heat have terrific player development by led by Eric Spolstra. You see so many players that you watch them play, you're like, who? Like, where did he come from? Yep. And then all of a sudden, they're playing quality minutes and getting a nice win against the Grizzlies. They really, really are. And they, they developed some great players, and one of which I want to give a shout-out to is Justice Winslow, who, like, had some ups and downs early in his career. But if you're paying attention, late last year, Winslow really came on. Yep. And I'm glad you mentioned Drake, Jalen, because Drake had a birthday party. I wasn't invited. I bet you were invited, but I know you're out of town. So we're going to talk about it, but it's so important. It is news that matters. So I wasn't invited to this birthday party, but apparently bad gal Riri was. Rihanna attended the birthday party, and we found out via some Instagram sleuthing that in the middle of the party, Drake ordered everybody McDonald's. Jalen, you often order lunch for the entire staff, except the staff in Los Angeles who complains about it all the time. (laughs) But... Would you order McDonald's for Rihanna or would you go to a better restaurant and get her some real food? So a couple of things. Both of them are so uber famous and have Mm -hmm. so much money. Sometimes you like to switch it up and create a sense of normalcy. And don't sleep on your boy. I'm always getting a hot cake and sausage with an extra sausage. It happens. Wait, wait, wait. Extra sausage? No doubt about it. (laughs) And I was actually invited to the party. I had my countdown suit on from yesterday, but I wasn't dressed for the zoot suit type theme. Oh, so okay. I felt oh, like it wasn't appropriate up. for me to try to go. Oh, that was so nice of you. That was just so kind of you. So giving and so generous. You didn't want to show up with outside theme. You got to be on theme. That was so nice of you not to crash that party. So, Jalen Rose. Giannis Tentacumpo takes the floor tonight as the Bucks take on the Rockets in a very interesting basketball game, but he said something while speaking to Harvest Business School that is not getting enough attention. Here is what the Greek freak said. He said, quote, so far we've been doing great, and if that lasts, there's no other place I want to be. But if we're underperforming in the NBA next year, deciding whether to sign becomes a lot more difficult. Interesting. Giannis has done a good job deflecting this very question over and over and over again. But here he is on wax admitting that if things don't go well, he may leave. What do you make of this statement from Giannis? I actually feel better about this statement than the one we previously talked about where he basically didn't necessarily say he wanted to be there. If Mm. you look deeper into what he said, he were like, things are going great. And that didn't necessarily mean winning the East or winning the championship. He also said if things continue to go the way they are, he don't see a reason why he wouldn't resign. As long as they have him as the reigning MVP, they're going to be one of the best teams in the East. They're going to flirt with the top record in the conference. They're going to flirt with being in the conference finals. 
So, therefore, between this year and next year, I don't see that changing, which now makes me believe that he feels like he's going to sign long-term. Well, we will see. I look forward to that game tonight against the Rockers where we get to watch James Harden and Russell Westbrook play meaningful basketball in the same uniform once again. Cannot wait for that. We also have another big game that includes powerhouse in the Western Conference and a former Western Conference powerhouse. I'm talking about the Clippers taking on the Warriors. And Jalen, I'm about to say something I haven't said in a long time. LeBron James is not the best basketball player in the NBA right now. I believe he has been usurped by that man right there, Kawhi Leonard. Do you think Kawhi Leonard is the best player in basketball? So this conversation keeps being discussed. And I want to just say, this ain't no surprise. This isn't breaking news. I grew up in a sports culture and played a long time. You ever heard of a game called King of the Court? Of course. Okay. Kawhi Leonard went to Toronto and won the championship and won the finals MVP. The returning year, he has the crown. A couple of years ago when KD did it, I said the exact same thing in back-to-back years. LeBron deserves to be in that conversation. But his team didn't make the playoffs last year. Kawhi is the king of the court, and rightfully so, until somebody takes his crown. What do you expect to see from Steph Curry tonight with the Warriors? So I want to let people in on a little secret about the NBA. You got a secret? Absolutely. I've been following basketball a long time. For those that don't know, my father, Jimmy Walker, was the number one pick in the 1967 NBA draft. And when I was little, there was this music that he said, You're a terrible whistler. You're an that is the Harlem Globetrotters music. We have two members of the Harlem Globetrotters currently playing in the NBA. One, Marcus Haynes equals Kyrie Irving. Okay. Two, Curly Neal equals Steph Curry. That's what I expect to see. A show. He just got a Callaway deal for golf clubs. He already has a shoe deal. Now, I think he need to get an aviation deal because he shoots with range off the catch and off the dribble like no player in the history of the league. Well, someone tells me Pat Beverly will be all over him tonight. You might not see that much of a show from him. <laughs> Very quickly, the Pistons play the Hawks. Are the Pistons going to continue to be undefeated tomorrow morning? I think so. And this is without Blake Griffin. I love the young promise that the Hawks have shown Trey Young has outplayed so many people's expectations. He unlocked Collins as a player up front. However, they're going to Detroit in the home opener. And you saw the numbers that Andre and Luke and Derrick Rose put up last night. I don't see them losing in front of our home fans downtown Detroit. I don't see it either. Undefeated, number one in the Eastern Conference, Detroit Pistons. Tomorrow morning, we'll be celebrating it. Tonight, there's also Thursday Night Football where the Washington football team takes on the Vikings. I'm not even going to tune in. This is over before it even started. I'm not even watching. I'm going to say it. I'm not even watching this game. I won't even even check on it in between NBA games tonight. I let everybody know earlier in the week, Washington is where people underperform and then go elsewhere and make a name for themselves. Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur come to mind, Kirk Cousins comes to mind. The Vikings are going to beat the brakes off of Washington. 
Jalen, we had a full slate of NBA games yesterday. We've got some news about football. We've got a World Series game to talk about. We've even got some news from the Octagon. To get to all of it, we have a segment called Keep It Moving. If you want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. If not, me and Method Man jump in the minivan and keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? I just love that I work with a program that doesn't force topics. We haven't said nothing about a great player that plays in Los Angeles, another great player that plays in New England. Let's get it. Okay. The Nats might have locked up the World Series last night in Houston. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Jalen, they scored six runs in the seventh inning to break this game wide open and blew out the Astros with your man Verlander on the mound. As far as I'm concerned, this World Series is over. Do the Astros have a chance? For all intents and purposes, the Nats will go on to win this series. Terrific and consistent roll wins throughout this run. The thing I also appreciate is when their aces get on the mound, like Scherzer and Strasburg, they take care of business. That didn't yep. happen with the Astros. Verlander, nope. 0-6 in World Series starts. The Nationals are making me look pretty smart. And by the way, every baseball prediction I've done this postseason, I've been right. And I'm going to be okay. right on this one. Okay, who wins game three, the first game in Washington? Oh, the Nationals. Okay, we'll see if you're right. We'll check back in on this pick if you're Mr. 100%. We okay. will check back in. Okay. Moving on, Patrick Mahomes might do something my new homie. that will blow your mind. Keep moving or hit the brakes. my homie. Hit the brakes. Patrick Mahomes was on a football field when another man grabbed his kneecap and put it back in place. And that was like... Hours ago. Do you know what he was doing yesterday? He was up and practicing and taking reps for the Chiefs. Would you suggest that Patrick Mahomes play? Remember, they are facing a team, the Packers. Not going to be able to do it. No way. The reigning MVP of the league. Face of the franchise. Quarterback. The most important position. In the sport, you do not risk putting him back out there against that physical Packers D. When he comes to you and says, hey, coach, I'm ready to go. You know what I say? That's great, young man. You put your arm around him, you give him a clipboard, and you say, next week, you get out there and you be back at it. See, it's the Packers, and that Packers defense is much improved. I'm not putting Patrick Mahomes out there because it seems like he's gotten hurt the last Three times he took the field. Like, I don't want to see that again. Matt Moore, good luck. Moving on, Drew Brees might come back. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes on this one. Okay, Trey Bidgerotter has done a great job in for Drew Brees. But remember, they faced the Cardinals. So I might suggest they wait another week before they bring Brees back out there. What do you think? Two of the best chess moves by backup quarterbacks for me this year, Teddy Bridgewater is one, for Mm -hmm. sure, because he had a chance to go elsewhere. And he decided, nah, you know what, I'm going to just stay right here. You know, I'm 26 years old. I may get a chance to play. Ultimately, his chance to play showed up, and now he balled. So now when this guy returns, you don't feel some type of way if you're Sean Payton. You put him back in the game. You allow Drew Brees to do his thing. Teddy Bridgewater upped his value, upped his confidence with the team. 
get Alvin Kamara back, who didn't play last week, and now all of a sudden, if you're the Saints, you hope to be rolling on all cylinders. Jalen, we now know where the 2023 All-Star Game in the NBA is going to be played. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Keep it moving. You said 2023. Yeah, that's a long time. Is it going to be somewhere cold? Yes. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. Tiger Woods is back in the news. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Keep it moving for now. I want to see him holding a golf club. We keep it moving. (laughs) We keep it moving. Conor McGregor made an announcement about Conor McGregor. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Conor McGregor says his next fight will be January 18th. He says he knows who his opponent will be, but did not reveal their name. What do you think about this weird announcement from Conor McGregor? That means his opponent is not a big name. How Ooh, about that I'd like one? to see him fight Cowboy Cerrone. I want to see <laughs> Cowboy versus Conor. I think that'd be a good matchup. I would favor Conor because I want to see Conor get a win and then try to get back to a rematch against Khabib that he will definitely lose. Finally, we have some big news from women's soccer. It's from Alex Morgan. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Definitely hit the brakes. Alex Morgan, one of my favorite athletes on the planet, Big congratulations to her. She has announced that she is now pregnant with her very first child. You and I are both dads. What advice would you give for Ms. Morgan? First and foremost, you should be giving the advice on kids since you have a 100 of them. (laughs) Second, I got a chance to meet her at an event about why sports matters with Dick Sporting Goods, and it was a terrific opportunity to get to know her somewhat. But I have to ask you a really important thing. You know I don't like follow-up questions, but go ahead. I know. For those that were watching, I want to bring you behind the curtain because that's what we do at Jalen and Jacoby. Something happened really important earlier in the show. Run it, Tab. I quit. I quit the show. I'm announcing it right now, live on national television. This is the last episode of Jalen Jacoby. There's been a mutiny. The producers have turned on me. Sometimes you gotta sneeze. Sometimes you gotta sneeze. And when you sneeze, it doesn't have to be aired on national television. This is my official letter of resignation. Resignation? You don't even know how to say it. I recommend. You ain't going nowhere. I recommend. I recommend, I forgot how to speak. Wife and a hundred kids don't go with resignation. Those sentences don't go together. (laughs) Jalen, I've got good news and bad news. Which one do you want first? The bad news. Last night, played a rec league game. No, 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 no. Scored zero points. No. Scored zero points. Come on, man. That's impossible. I've never heard you say that but one time ever. Scored zero points. And not only that, I felt bad doing it. When I got to the gym, I got a little early, and I took like 15 warm-up shots, and I think I made like two. And I got it close to the basket, too. Like, like, there's something wrong with me, man. There's something wrong with me. Hey, man, let me me teach you a secret, dog. When you On those days, you just got to throw your body into somebody and get to the line. Do you know what the problem was? No legs. And Richard Jefferson, love RJ. RJ was in the building today. Shout out. And I told him I scored zero points. And he he really diagnosed the problem really quick. And that's the thing about you NBA athletes. You really know what the problem is. You can diagnose it. He's like, yeah, I got some cardio in your life. I'm doing too much yoga. I'm not going on any jogs. I'm not playing in any pickup. 
I got to do some cardio. That's the problem. You want to hear the good news, though? What's the good news? I showered this morning. Yes, 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 yes. I knew it was Thursday. I knew it was going to come up. I was like, you know what? I got to shower. <laughs> Face wash, body wash, washcloth. I wash my legs, unlike Reg the Ledge. Reg the Ledge doesn't walk his le- wash his legs. Y'all clown me for being unhygienic. Reg the Ledge admitted that he doesn't Don't try to wash walk his it legs. back, Reg. Yeah, Reg, we were, it's, it's on wax, like Reg. Reg, it's on wax. Oh, he's in my ear talking about I stepped it up. So, oh, sorry, I'll rephrase this. Reg the Ledge started washing his legs three weeks ago. Okay, I'm sorry, my fault. My fault. Reg the Ledge does wash his legs. He just started in like sept- mid-September of 2019. He was born in like 83. Jalen, it was so good to see you on Countdown yesterday. You, Rachel, and Paul in a brand new set. What'd it feel like? It's great. And, you know, like this is that time of year, to be honest, where the grind really starts for me scheduling-wise, and I ain't complaining about it at all. So yesterday was a two-a-day. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to have them back to back. It's another when you start in the morning to do our pod, then in the afternoon to do our show, and then at night to do the NBA responsibilities for two games. Yeah. And then turn around the next morning and have to be on point to do the pod the next morning. Yeah, and then the do the show in the afternoon. And, and then fly take, back to New York. They take a red eye back to New York. Mm-hmm. Lay down for a couple of hours couple on the plane come and do the pod and the show and then do it all over again friday night that's right well tomorrow is friday but yep that's the deal so you're gonna have your first countdown of the regular season from new york city tomorrow of the regular city absolutely of the regular maria season. taylor jay williams i think rj gonna be no paul pierce gonna be on with us tomorrow oh paul's gonna be here tomorrow yeah I don't Paul. think I've ever met Paul in person. Really? I don't think I've ever met him in person. Yeah, the truth will be there. I don't think I've ever there. given him a pound. Yeah, he'll be there. I did see on Demetrius' Instagram that he was wearing Tim's with a suit yesterday. So he's, a, <laughs> he's an honorary New Yorker. If you wear Tim's with a suit and you've only been here like just to play basketball and then leave, you're still a New Yorker. But you underestimate how many years he played basketball on the East Coast between Boston and oh, uh, yeah. Washington and, and the Nets. In Brooklyn, yeah. That's 20 years, fam. Yeah, you you get the Tims. You understand the Tims then. <laughs> There's so much to discuss today. We had a full slate of games in the NBA yesterday. Full slate. Like every, like almost every team is in play. So let me put a couple of things on wax that I see as trends in the league so far. Early and like, you know, we embryo stage on this show. This is the tastemaker show. Off the top of the dome, and I know I sent a couple of texts about this, but off the top of the dome, a couple of trends. I mean, the TV show, but if you want to do it. I mean, I can say it twice. It's fine. I play. I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> um, a couple of things you notice in the league. Oh, off the oh, top. oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, off the top one is uh, nagging injuries are real. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so when you see Zion, he didn't just get hurt this mm. year. Jacoby taught me this happened in high school, this happened in college, this happened in summer league as well. Blake Griffin, he missed playoff games for the Pistons last year. He's missed playoff games for the Clippers in the past. He missed the first five, he's designated to miss the first five games of this year. Shame. That's not good. 
another trend that still exists. Ben Simmons made 11 field goals. Didn't attempt one outside the paint. Nope. Doesn't have to. And definitely didn't make a three. I'm telling you, I would have ran a play for him. I would have ran a play right at the top of the, th- of the thing. You had your I would have ran a play. Right you had your star player mad at you. You had your star player mad at you. No, no. You that I'll coach. tell him it's coming. Yeah. I would tell him it's coming. Jacoby, that's what. Remember, you're the same guy that scored zero last night. <laughs> okay, that ain't, that ain't what you do. That ain't how you get a guy going at the beginning of the year, having to no? come off a baseline screen like he's Steph Curry. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't gonna bring confidence when he shoot an air ball or he give Jerry West a Listen. concussion. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't zero three-point attempts. Zero three-point attempts yesterday. Zero. <laughs> so, as the season progressed, that, that clearly is going to be an issue for the Sixers. Here's something else that I love. Artful skill of the game. And players at full speed because the guys are so athletic. Guys have learned to jump off the quote-unquote wrong foot to shoot with either hand. Is it still the wrong foot? Yes. What makes there it go- is, there is no wrong foot when it's Kyrie Irving though. Well, it ain't just him. It ain't just him. I saw Luca do a great one. I saw yep. Shea Gilgis Alexander do a really good one. I saw Ben oh. Simmons do a really good one. Shea Gilgis Alexander might be the most slept on player in the NBA. You can't like, be, honestly. But but you can't be slept on when we mention you on this show. No, you can't. You can because they'll be. He won't be. He, his name will not be mentioned on any other show. And he balled yesterday. He balled yesterday. This is why you come to J and J. Because here's what happened. Yeah. If he was still in the Clippers and he stayed in the Clippers, we'd be talking about him. You know, because he'd be in L.A. And all we do is talk about the L.A. teams because you know we've got the stars there. And all of a sudden, you go to OKC. No one's gonna talk about OKC this year. They're not gonna win a lot of games. Not a lot of star power. Chris Paul's just kind of there, but. Shea Gilders Alexander can ball. Ball. That's Showed why signs I, last year, especially in the playoffs. As a rookie in the playoffs last year against the Warriors, you can watch buckets. you can watch ESPN, ESPN News, ESPN2, Fox News, Fox NBA Sports, TV, NBA TV. I'm the only person that you're going to hear say his name besides Jacoby today. It's true. Well, this yeah, is why we give the people what they I think want. He had 23 yesterday. It's top of my head. I think he had 23. I'm going to look it up. And also, I'm telling you the trend of players jumping off of the wrong foot. And for those that don't know what that means, usually left handed players primarily jump off of their right foot to shoot the basketball. And in reverse, it's right handed players jump off of their left. Now you see players mix and matching all of the limbs. And it's great to see. Yeah. It really is. Oh, Jalen, I was wrong. He didn't have 23. He had 26 yesterday. <laughs> like 26. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Big shout to SGA. Shout out. All right. Reggie says that we don't promote getting voicemails enough. I heard this. Reggie, sure. we had a big conference call. Were you no, invited to the conference no. call, Jalen? Were you there? 
No? Because I see you joining conference calls about JRLA all the time. I see your little schedule that Michelle, the greatest executive assistant on the face of the planet, sends you every day. You join all kinds of conference calls, but apparently the ones that are about Jalen and Jacoby just don't make it to that schedule from Michelle. Well, we all had a conference call, and on it, I know you're very busy, Jalen. You had seven shows yesterday. I understand. We had a conference call on it. We were talking about voicemails, and Reggie said that we don't promote them that much. I agree. So I got to say right now, Stop what you're doing. Push pause on the pod. Call 985-80-Jalen and leave us a voicemail. Soft move, boss move, cultural, regional, relationship advice, women's Wednesday, females. We need your calls to 985-80-Jalen. Please leave us a voicemail to make Reg I'll the ledge happy. Doing a better job. I'll start doing a better job on social and on IG. Too. You good, Reg? We all right with that? Yep. Okay, good. If you leave a voicemail, we'll put it on the show just like this. Jalen Jacoby, what up, though? It's your guy Luke out here in Parachute, Colorado. Reggie, shout out. Shout out. Hey, listen, I got a few things. First and foremost, Jalen, I wanted to check in. How's your mother doing? Wondering if you had any status updates. And I appreciate you putting it out there for prayer requests for your ma. Uh, also, Jalen, when, when, uh, you first got talking about shooting up the club. You had mentioned that uh, you mentioned a bazooka and an Uzi, and it reminded me of a little war of words in the early 2000s playoff basketball when uh, Kevin Garnett's Timberwolves were taking on Brad Miller's Kings, and Garnett said something like, "We're going to bring Uzis and AKs and da 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 da," and Brad Miller said, "Well, we're going to bring four wheelers and shotguns and all these things." Wonder if you guys remember that. And then lastly, cultural question for you. People putting stickers on the back of their vehicles, on the bumper or the back window and things. Is that cultural? Fellas, keep giving the people what they want. Keep getting them checks. Lots to go there. A lot going on. Great call from Luke in Colorado. But we'll start with the most important thing. Do you have an update on the status of Miss Jeannie Rose? I do. And I really appreciate you, Luke, for asking. And the one thing I try to always do as a public figure is never present myself as being perfect. I am far from a flawless human being. I made some dumb decisions. I don't have the best skin. I didn't have the best teeth. I know what it's like to be broke. Um, I've gotten beat up and punched in the face before. I've had 81 scored on me before. Like Life is about not, not how hard you hit. It's how hard you can get hit and keep on coming. Facts. And that's the fight that my family is dealing with right now. Thank you for asking, Luke. My mother was officially diagnosed with cancer. They found a mass on her right lung. And based on her age and her COPD, they're unable to remove the mass. So now she's at a point where chemotherapy and these treatments are now being officially set up as of yesterday. And so for anybody who knows somebody that has cancer, family that's dealt with cancer or dealt with them themselves, I appreciate and welcome any prayers, any advice, any support. Uh, my mother's the strongest person that I know. And I know that she has what it takes and we have what it takes as a family to do what we can to overcome this disease that has basically affected all of us in one way, shape, or form. Yeah,
Well, on behalf of myself, the Jalen and Jacoby staff, and your whole entire ESPN family, and all the Jalen and Jacoby listeners out there, I just want to say we are with you, we support you, your mother's in our prayers, and we know that y'all got this. Now, to transition, he asked about shooting up the club, Jalen. He wants the update. <laughs> so I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning big words, you know, like ovulating. You know how to spell that? <laughs> what? Ovulating. Oh, I can't. You know, I can't spell anything. Ask anybody that works on this show. Everybody that works on this show knows I can't spell anything. I literally can't spell the word anything. Two yeah. words, one word, I don't even know. Nope. <laughs> so, you know, Allen Iverson didn't need practice. I love practice. <laughs> you, in, you in the gym? Off season? <laughs> I ain't, going to, I ain't going to work no out with off. Jacoby, but I am working out. No days off? <laughs> so it's good. going great. Good, good. Um, Exciting. And of course, Luke, I remember Kevin Garnett talking about detailed, detailed description of cleaning the guns, loading the guns, and bringing the guns <laughs> to the playoff game. Detailed description. Of course, we remember that. And to finish off Luke's very excellent series of questions, Bumper stickers, definitely cultural. Yeah. Definitely cultural. I want to add a so different word. I've seen so many bumper stickers in my life. I've seen so many bumper stickers in my life. I have never, ever, 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 ever once seen someone who looks like you driving a car that had a bumper sticker on it or put a bumper sticker on it. And if I do see someone who looks like you driving a car with a bumper sticker, I guarantee that bumper sticker came with the car that they bought used. <laughs> so I want to add a different word for this one. Suburban. Oh, okay. That, that's what this one is. And so, usually, the people who have bumper stickers are the one that are paying so much money for their kids to go to school. That's it's almost like a refund. It's like, like a receipt. I'm getting something from this school. It's, it's, it's like a receipt. Yes. It's like, yeah. it's like I, paid, I paid for this. See right there? On the back. This is, a, this is the most expensive bumper sticker in the whole entire world. It's a six-figure bumper sticker. I paid over $100,000 for this bumper sticker. Yo, I'm about to say something I'm going to regret saying. Can I say something I'm going to regret yes, saying, Jim? Yes, and yes. Yo, I do not care. I do not care that your kid made the honor roll. I do not care. I do not care that your no. child made the junior high honor roll one no. semester. Like, oh, your kid had three good months in school, and I got to read that when I'm behind you in a traffic light? I do not care that your kid once made the honor roll. They shouldn't even give out stickers for that. Shame on the high school for even printing those stickers. Please. But wait till one of my kids makes the honor roll. <laughs> you have them all over the car. I'm, you I'm like a rap. Yeah. You yeah. have a yeah. rap. Yeah. <laughs> Fall semester 2027. Quincy J. Jacoby once got all B's. I want to thank Luke for leaving such a good call. I want to thank the staff for being the best. We're coming back tomorrow. I might not come back. But Jalen and Jacoby will be back tomorrow. Why is that, Kara? We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Got to give the people, now, give the people what they want. They my little guys. I love them. What it do, baby? Yeah.